what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. To the My Dad Watches the Bachelor podcast. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. Good to see you. Good to talk with you. <laughs> so uh, we had an interesting episode of The Bachelor this week. Um, I, I feel like I'm going to be pretty pessimistic during this episode while we talk because I did not think that there were many highs, um, but I'm ready ready to see what your thoughts are dad so uh we're gonna go over our highs and lows our right reason wrong reason update on our picks that we made before the season i'll give my mvp and you'll give some fatherly advice Uh, that sounds good and i and i meredith i must say that i'm worried because our friend peter just seems like the most unhappy bachelor that i've ever met for for someone well that, there's uh, only one reason that he's unhappy and it's because he let the love of his life go in our last episode so uh he needs to win back hannah brown and i think that he'll be happy once again all right well but, so, uh, so hit me with your what, what are our highlights and lowlights uh, what did you think okay so i guess my my only high i'm gonna say is victoria's one-on-one day victoria p victoria puker um she seemed really sincere and Peter was really happy with her and she had the nice sob story that ABC really likes women to have. And um, I do think that she could be, if she doesn't win, a potential bachelorette candidate. However, I would not want her to be my bachelorette because she seems pretty boring. Um, Other than that, like it was a good date. Peter seemed to enjoy dancing. I did not realize that the Los Angeles area was so country with cowboy boots and cowboy hats. That kind of surprised me. Peter doesn't really seem like a country boy, but he knew his line dances. Um, however, he he's saying he's looking for his life dance partner. And that's so ridiculous because Hannah Brown literally just won Dancing with the Stars. Could this not be more obvious to him? Like... I need to hit him over the head with a bat or something. This is ridiculous. Well, I'm I'm not sure that would really do much to Pete. He seems like a pretty boring dude, so perhaps a, a bat to the head might wake him up a little bit. I, I really the only thing that I could write down for a highlight, you know, also I I guess his one-on-one date, you know, I I, I wrote down that uh, Pete would make a good amateur psychiatrist. He seemed to be a very good listener, you know, as Victoria P was 
uh, going on about sharing some of her background and 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 I and I guess I'm always somewhat conflicted of when is the appropriate time to get into some of these personal stories and I think being on The Bachelor probably would encourage one to do it more quickly than one would do in a typical relationship where people get to yeah. know each other for a while while she's she, she's trying to make a connection. So uh, although I'm not a big you know, give me the sob story kind of guy. I thought that uh, I thought that it was fairly appropriate and and as close as to anything as a highlight for for this week's show. Okay, so let's move on to our lows because I've I've got a lot of things to talk about lows, wrong reasons, all that stuff. I feel like this episode was full of them. My first low was the pillow fight group date. I feel like that was very stereotypical. And putting them in pajamas, or as Kiara called calls it, lingerie, lingerie. I don't even know how badly she mispronounced lingerie, but it was just, it was very embarrassing and um, not a great look for her. Well, I, I will tell you, you know, to me, the lowest of the low, and as I was watching this, my thought process was, we've got two women currently running for president of the United States and I'm sitting here watching ABC put a bunch of women in their lingerie or lingerie or pajamas to whack each other around with pillows. And I just thought, you're really bringing down the bar for for the sisterhood here. You know, so. Yeah. So. I mean, I think the only way it could get worse is if it was like a inflatable pool filled with jello. Don't give them any ideas. All right. So um, my other low was that after this group date when they were having their little cocktail party and Sydney starts snitching on Alea afterwards Peter gives the group date rose to Sydney I honestly think it was because she snitched on Alea and that's not gonna be good moving forward with the show because it's literally encouraging the girls to be like if you rat each other out peter really likes that and he's going to give you the rose so i feel like moving forward we're going to have a lot more snitching i i I think you're right and i i guess he appreciated her honesty i i really thought that he put sydney in a pretty bad situation there where it's like let's let's all come together and sydney you were talking about uh people maybe not being here for the right reason uh, who oh do yeah, you mean? he totally, totally threw her under the bus there. Not, like, not cool. Hardcore, which I don't remember in my time watching the show, a lead ever doing that to a contestant, where it's like in a big group environment, and they're like, "Sydney, you said that someone's being fake. Can you please tell me who you're talking about in front of everyone?" Pretty awkward. Well, well, the other low light that I had was. Might this have been the worst pool party ever? You know, uh, you know, they say, hey, great, we're going to have a pool party. Number one, there's no one in the pool. Number two, so the, your idea of a pool party is we all get to hang out with the same people that we've been imprisoned with in this house for, for weeks at this point in time, and we're about to poke each other's eyes out, and one dude who's going to sort of meander around and and Peter gets to sort of play Sherlock Holmes where he's going around and basically interrogating all these girls on who said what and who's not here for the right reason and yeah, just not not a very good pool party. 
Yeah. In the past, whenever there have been pool parties, instead of cocktail parties, we've actually seen the contestants in the lead get into the pool and have some fun. But I I don't think Detective Peter was really interested in getting in for a dip today. He he was on a mission to figure out if if the girls thought Alea was also fake, and it turns out that they do. So I think Peter needs to listen to his gut a little more and stop listening to the women because, like, obviously these women are like, yeah, I'll throw Alea under the bus. Like, that's one less person I have to compete with. Well, sure. a, a little bit of early fatherly advice. If you ever go to your insurance broker and ask whether you need more insurance, they're going to tell you you do. If you ever go to your lawyer and ask if I need more legal documents, they're going to say, oh, yes, you do. If you ever go to the bachelor contestants and say, hey, is this girl not here for the right reasons? In all likelihood, they're going to say, yeah, she's not here for the right reasons because they're competing against her. Give me yeah, a break. I think that's fair. So speaking of right reasons... My right reason pick for the episode is actually Peter. I think that he was very right reason trained. He cared way too much about this. And it was was getting kind of boring towards the end of the show. But I think that, like we talked about, Peter calling out Sydney and asking for names of who was being fake in front of the whole group. Like, that is the epitome of the right reasons. He's not here to play games like other leads do. He's not going to play the guessing game. He's like, just tell me I'm not beating around the bush. And um, I just don't remember anyone being so blunt in front of the whole group. So I think that Peter wins my right reason of the week. Well, so I I actually put uh, Peter down in the wrong reason category just because, you know, Peter, if you are worried about being blindsided by someone uh, being here for the wrong reason, buddy, you're on the wrong show. You know, if you really want to find people that are interested in you for the right reason, don't go on The Bachelor. You're you're being very naive. You're being very silly and. And you just seem like the saddest guy I've ever seen who's surrounded by a beautiful bunch of ladies who are sitting around in their bathing suits. So I, I just uh, I'm sort of questioning, uh, you know, come on, Peter, I thought that this would make for an interesting show. I'm not really that interested yet. Yeah, I, I also still feel like it has to do with like them using Hannah Brown at the beginning. We don't really care this much about these women like. They're going to argue, but, like, I'm not invested in Alea or Sydney. So, I like, I just didn't really care much. However, I, for my wrong reasons, I, I put both Alea and Sydney because I, from my 24-year-old, like, female judgment, Alea seems really fake. Like, I totally get where Sydney's coming from. Just, like, the way she would walk up to Peter and be like, hey, you, and, like, the voice she did, not into it. But, like, she's a pageant girl, which I also said from the beginning, I'm down on this season. So well, you, you know she's also I, an orthodontist assistant, okay, Meredith? I did not know that, but she wasn't really talking much about her orthodontist assistant past. She was talking about her pageant girl past. So I, I feel like I had a, a good take at the beginning of the season that 
they all the pageant girls were going to suck. Well, so, I, I, yeah, you, good for I, me. Yeah, you know, once upon a time, you went to see an orthodontist, and I, I can imagine that the assistant was come in and said, "Hey, you, how you doing?" So, I mean, I think that's sort of a normal thing for an orthodontist assistant to say. I, I, it has I, nothing to do with her being an orthodontist assistant. I, I do agree with you that the wrong reason Alea certainly is on my list there, and and to me, yeah, her. Yeah, the worst thing that she probably said was before the the big pillow fight stuff, where she was where, where she won and she was uh, beating the crap out of everybody. She tells Peter that, uh, or or maybe the cameras, that she wants to show her vulnerable side, and then she goes into like psycho Rambo mode and starts mowing down everybody with pillowcases. So <laughs> I I. Yeah, to me, it's like, oh, you're showing your vulnerable side. This it, it scares me if you're going to show your your vengeful side, which I think we might be getting in future episodes. Maybe she just doesn't know what vulnerable means, just like Kiara doesn't know what lingerie is. I mean, I think you've got a thing. This is about, always a possibility. You've obviously got a thing against beauty pageant people and and what they might. No, know I don't. I love Hannah Brown. Okay, but for right reason, I did put down. Victoria P. In that, I I really thought that that was a pretty nice date. I think she said something about I've got a crush on him, and I hope it turns into more. And she didn't seem to be slobbering all over him. So I I sort of thought that she she in my mind came close to the right reasons. I think that's fair. But one one bone I have with Victoria P. That I want to pick. Um, she. She does this thing that a lot of people on the show do towards the end of the episode where she's like, I'm falling in love with Peter. And I don't feel like anywhere in real life do you have these steps of love like you do on The Bachelor where you're like, oh, I'm falling in love with you or, oh, I, I'm starting to fall in love with you. And then you fall in love, but that's not actually being in love. And so she's just kind of perpetuating these imaginary steps of being in love and it's like girl you had one good date with the guy like you're not falling in love with him you're just infatuated with him it's someone i don't know how old she is but like she needs to learn the difference well so so peter is someone that she could fall in love with but probably premature but she said she was falling in love with him by Uh, the end of the episode i i i know and i know and i suspect that if you asked all the contestants left they would probably say the same thing and they're all crazy but anyway uh okay i i need to talk about sydney though for for wrong reasons because i have a hot take here i think i've figured out his really peter and sydney's relationship so i think first off i don't think she should be snitching like i think that peter could figure out for himself eventually that la is pretty fake but I think that Peter has officially friend-zoned Sydney. That's my hot take. He keeps asking her for her advice, and he's blindly trusting her. And it just seems weird to me because I've never really seen that before with a lead and a contestant, especially us being only in episode three. And um, he doesn't know Sydney better than anyone else, and I feel like if he's going to keep coming back to advice and blindly like trusting her, that he's not... It just seems like a friend zone thing to me. It's something you do more with your friend than a girl that you're interested in who's competing against other girls. So I I don't think Sydney's going to win. I think she's officially the friend zone queen. We we, will see. I think that's a very interesting take. And uh, from 
fatherly experience, I will say that sometimes it's good to be friends with your future wife, spouse, before you go further than that. But obviously in this compressed, uh, you know, crazy show, not sure that's going to be a workable sort of thing, but uh, I don't know. Good take. We'll see. All right. So you ready to move into our picks? Tell people how well we're doing. (laughs) Well, I'll start with me. Um, Kelly and Madison are still here for my picks. We didn't see a ton from Kelly. She had to go up against Tammy in the pillow fights with Tammy was the one who competed in wrestling in high school, which would be like the one person I would not want to compete against. So I felt kind of bad for Kelly, Mm -hmm. but I can tell Peter likes her a lot. Like I feel confident in this pick. She even had the confidence to go up to Peter and be like, I have to be honest with you. Like I'm not into the beard. I'm into more of the scruff. And he's like, Oh, well uh, maybe I'll change it for you. And they had that cute little banter. So I, I like that. Give Kelly two thumbs up. And he did come back later with the scruff. Yeah, so he, he's willing to listen to Kelly. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm i a big fan. I think Kelly's a great pick for him. She's intelligent and she's not psycho. Low bar, but like good that's for what, The Bachelor. That's what we look for in ladies. Go ahead. Um, and then Madison, I'm, I, I'm still feeling good about this pick because obviously Peter likes her, but... I don't feel good about her as a person. Like they don't, Peter doesn't seem to have anything to talk to her about other than their one-on-one. Like every time they're together, they're just like, Oh, remember how we went and saw my parents get their vows renewed. Oh, that was such a great time. We loved it so much. That was so fun. Like we all watched it. We don't need to relive it with every single conversation you have. Let's move forward. Okay. And then finally, Sarah, my winner pick. Honestly, I don't think we heard Sarah speak other than her limo entrance, which is really sad because Sarah is very beautiful and Peter let a good one go. But she got destroyed in the pillow fight. They had like the slow-mo of her getting smacked in the back of the head and it just wasn't it wasn't great. But we got the most screen time from Sydney or from Sarah this week than any other. She got to sit next to Peter when he asked Sydney to snitch on the girls so we got we got a lot of facial expressions from her but I'm sad to see Sarah go but I hope to see her in paradise and and, and if I was going to start picking repicking right now I think Kelly and Madison would be at the top of my list uh, based on what I've seen so far okay well your last pick of from your four was Alea who is gone now maybe But, but maybe Right. But we do see her come back in the the promo for next week's episode. And after the rose ceremony this week, we see Peter very distraught being like, I don't think I just made the right choice. Like, I don't want to let her leave. Like, what the heck, Peter? Why did you just send her home if you didn't want to see her leave? I don't do not understand the concept of the rose ceremony yet. Like, this is ridiculous. Let her leave. She's fake. Let's move on. We have great girls like Kelly here. Does, does it scare you a little bit to think that people as dense as Peter are flying us on airplanes? I, I, I don't like to fly, so I don't want to think about that anymore. But um, maybe oh. flying's not that hard. That's my hope. <laughs> All right. Well, who is your, uh, who's your episode MVP? I, I had a hard time picking. I guess, I guess I'm going to go with Sydney, maybe because Peter seems invested enough in her to actually care about her opinion that Alea's fake and like 
It's not often that we see a lead wholeheartedly following the snitch. So even though I think she's getting friend zone, she seems to be in a really safe place moving forward. So I guess I'll give the MVP to Sydney because she even managed to get Alea out this week. So good job for her. She accomplished her goal. All right. Well, uh, a little bit of fatherly advice after watching the episode. Um, number one, one thing I noticed when uh, Pete was driving Victoria in his truck, you know, my first response was, hey, they're not wearing seat belts. But then I noticed that there were no shoulder straps. So I'm assuming they had lap belts. But hey, everybody out there, let's make sure we're wearing our seat belts. Why is this what you pay attention to? I'm a father. This is what I pay attention to. Uh, secondly, Meredith, there's something about your generation, uh, you know, Victoria's genes had all these holes and things in them, you know, when she went out on her group date, these wholly ripped up genes, which I don't understand. It seems like when they were in their Western store stealing hats and boots or whatever they were getting, that maybe she could have gotten some new genes that don't have holes in them. I think that's the look these days. Having holes in your jeans. I, I don't understand it. Um, if and when you go to a honky-tonk bar, you don't drink wine. I know she prefers wine, but why isn't anyone drinking beer in there? When you go to a honky-tonk country-western bar, you need to drink beer. Because it's a honky-tonk western bar in Southern California. It's not Texas. Like, this, it's fake. It's very fake. I don't understand it. Well, and, and if you looked at the audience, I don't think there was any other male in the entire audience. So something appeared to be amiss there. So anyway, uh, just a fatherly observation. So drink. feel free to drink beer in the, in the honky-tonk western bar, even the fake ones in California. Um, Something Alea seemed to be doing uh, before all, all the turmoil erupted around her was it sort of seemed like she was doing a little bit of day drinking and telling everyone that she wanted to join the Mile High Club with Peter. So number one, I would say that when you're on the show, you probably want to not do too much day drinking because you never know what's going to happen. And she's, she's really swimming with a lot of piranhas there. So she's really talking way too much to the other girls about stuff. And she's just talking way too much. And she needs to tone it down there a little bit. I agree. She's definitely an oversharer. And uh, I guess my last, my last piece of fatherly advice so this person, Demi, comes in with her two hench ladies for the pillow fight and yes. tells the ladies that they're going to have to get uh, dressed quickly because Peter is going to be here in an hour. And I'm just saying, ladies, you're putting on pajamas. Why does it take so long for ladies to get ready? You know, come on, can't we, can't we get people ready to go a little bit more quickly? Does it really take an hour to put on your pajamas? How many bathrooms are in this house? I don't know. Why does it take so long to get ready? Let's don't keep the dudes waiting. Wow, you got, you got very detail oriented in, in your fatherly advice. I mean, you, you are a dad to me, a girl, and you're married to another female, so you understand our bathroom time is longer than yours. Things that's where the magic happens. So you you just gotta respect it. I mean, look at Alea compared to the date night with all of her makeup on to the next morning or at the pool party, I literally did not recognize her without her makeup on. She looked like two completely different people. So the bathroom is where the magic happens. That's where we, we turn into our, 
our beautiful pageant queen selves, apparently. But uh, thanks for your advice. I'm sure everyone will take it into consideration moving forward in their lives. All right. Well, I definitely take it to heart. Well, that's and that's the most important thing to me. So thank you for at least saying that, even if you don't believe all of my fatherly advice. Uh, I do want to say that uh, we're fortunate that uh, the Mesh is hosting our podcast, and we encourage uh, anyone interested in sponsorship opportunities to visit themesh.tv backslash advertise or send an email to info at themesh.tv for more information. So great. Uh, we hope you can do that. Yeah. And um, remember, if you like the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to have that. If you rate, review, anything like that, we'd really appreciate it. So that's the end of our episode. Um, Got to stick around for next week. The promo looked really good. Alea's returning. Victoria F. has a one-on-one date with what's-his-face country singer that she used to date. Sounds like a very interesting episode. And maybe we'll see if anyone's going to drink beer over wine. So these are great things that you should come back for next week. So tune in again for more My Dad Watches The Bachelor. And get excited to hear it from two different perspectives. The right one and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.